eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. It's H-A-W-G-Sports.com. Today on the show, we're going to talk a lot about Arkansas recruiting, some of the things that have been going on lately in recruiting, although it has been a dead period. There's also some other things to talk about with Razorback Sports, and uh, we'll get all into that. Uh, Keith Grayson is also going to join us, all that and more on Hogsports Live as we look past what has been just a crappy month. Before we get started, obviously, we don't ever talk politics on this show. This is a sports show, but given the just the weight of everything, I would be remiss if I did not mention uh, just the tragic events with uh, George Floyd and his death. And I'm usually a person to say, let the court system play out. But, I mean, I think what we all saw was just, I think, disgusting. And um, there are protests. Some of it's violent. So stay safe out there, people. Crazy times we're living in right now. And my thoughts are certainly out with uh, George Floyd and his parents and his family. Coronavirus. I mean, we're starting to open things up again and just uh, a lot of chaos um, out there. And, I mean, chaos isn't really even the right word. I mean, it all comes down to just being decent to each other, and that's what it always has. So, anyway, with the coronavirus, we are really into this. We're starting to open up slowly, and um, that's been good. I mean, we I went to two restaurants over the weekend. Supported a couple of local businesses. Um, it was nice to finally get out a little bit and uh, and see some things. Went to uh, Woodstone in Fayetteville. Went to Sassy's Red House. Both kind of during the afternoon. Went and rode bikes. It was nice. With the family. The one good thing, I guess, that we saw in May was the shuttle launch. I mean, I thought that was that was really cool to finally send. I mean, it's been, what, like nine years since we shot somebody into space on U.S. soil and did it with a private company, SpaceX. I thought it was really cool. As I mentioned, Keith Grayson is going to join us here in a little bit. And we're going to get into some of the recruiting information. Aaron Outley, tied in from Little Rock Parkview, just announced his top 10, 6'4", 246-pounder. Steve Wiltfong has a crystal ball into him to Florida State, by the way. One of his teammates is already committed to Arkansas, obviously. 
but he's down to Arkansas, Florida State, Oregon, LSU, Penn State, Texas A&M, Michigan, Michigan State, Virginia Tech, and Georgia Tech. That's his top ten. I think a lot of people would maybe say early on Florida State and Arkansas may be the teams to beat there. Jaden Wilson has announced his decision date. Let's see, he's deciding tomorrow between Cal, Utah, Arkansas, UCLA, Louisville, and Illinois. It's a good-looking wide receiver. 6'3", 172 pounds from DeSoto, Texas. Right now, the crystal balls are generally in Arkansas's favor. He's not the only wide receiver that will be deciding in the next seven days, I guess. Raheem Sanders, Rocket Sanders, 6'2", 210 pounds, is deciding on Saturday, which is his birthday. That's June the 8th. So Raheem Sanders will be deciding on Saturday. Right now it's kind of the same thing. Arkansas could end up with a couple of wide receiver commitments. The crystal balls favor Arkansas. 6'2", 210 pounds out of Rockledge, Florida. The number 396 overall prospect in the country, 26 athletes, 65 in Florida. Jaden Wilson is number 845 nationally. So a couple of wide receivers could be jumping on board with Arkansas pretty soon. A couple of guys to watch anyway. Danny's got an article on Cade uh, Klubnik, 2022 quarterback out of Austin, Texas. It's a VIP article, but uh, it's a good write-up by Danny. Danny's got a lot of really good recent articles here that he's put out, including this one on Rakeem Boyd and Traylon Smith. Danny spoke to uh, their trainer, who's out of Houston, Justin Allen, out of All In Sports, E-N Sports, I think All In Sports. Maybe that's what it is. Um, out of Houston and just kind of broke down what those guys have been doing in the offseason. So there are players out there who have been, you know, working with personal trainers. I know we talked to Jalen Catalan. He's also worked with a personal trainer, and we've seen some other players doing that too. Uh, I think Malik Hornsby has been doing stuff as well. So there are players out there who have been working with personal trainers and have also had access to weight rooms. But it'll be interesting to see when everybody reports back and they should start trickling in here in the next few days back into Fayetteville, into their apartments and whatnot. Um, I think Sam Pittman said about 20% of the players stayed in Fayetteville. So they should start trickling back in. I know they lock everything down and sanitize Thursday and Friday, I believe. And then June 8th, the same day as Raheem Sanders is announcing the players can resume voluntary workouts. And that doesn't limit them from also getting together and doing stuff, which I think this is a big moment. The teams that really take advantage and get together and go over the things, hold their own OTA-type stuff, maybe in a more limited capacity, maybe you just have 11 at a time, who knows. But the players that do that kind of stuff, I think is going to make a big difference in this coming season, the players that get a jump on it. There has been talk also about – starting an OTA type of thing with the players a couple of weeks before the start of, of a fall camp. So you'd maybe do two weeks of OTA type stuff, which is, uh, you know, just a, a light kind of a training camp, light deal, give them a week off and then start fall camp. That's what I think is makes a lot of sense. 
You don't want to overwhelm them, though. You don't want to, like, do, uh, you know, some grueling practices two weeks before and then pick up and start fall camp, and then you just kind of burn them out. They already get burned out a little bit towards the end, start aching for a game. You just get tired of hitting the same guy next to you. The defense starts knowing everything that the offense is doing because they're going against it every day. So Arkansas has Landon Rogers. We spoke about him just a minute ago. I think I did. But he's he's Aaron Outley's teammate at Little Rock Parkview. But he's committed in the class of 2021. They've also made it pretty clear, or it's been made clear, I guess, through Danny West. It's obvious anyway that Arkansas is pursuing um, is pursuing other quarterbacks. And Lucas Coley is one six one two zero three. He was actually on Friday Night Tikes when he was younger, but six one two zero three. This guy's really good, mobile quarterback. Um, he looked like he was ready to jump on board with an Arkansas commitment a few weeks ago. Clemson came into the picture. It's kind of like a, you know, hold off. Clemson since gotten a commitment from a quarterback. Uh, Virginia Tech offered in the meantime. And it's looking kind of like Arkansas, Houston, Virginia Tech, Washington State right now for, for Lucas Coley. So, obviously, this is a guy to watch for the Razorbacks. But Arkansas is doing a virtual visit with him. He talks a lot about that, goes in depth with it with Danny West, everything going on. Also, uh, Danny has a story on Damari, Damari Alston, a running back out of uh, Atlanta, Woodward Academy in Georgia. 2022 running back, 5'11", 200 pounds. He just talks a lot about you know his relationship with Jimmy Smith and you know has a teammate, Ja'Cory Turner, who signed with Arkansas last year, former teammate. So there's some connections that Arkansas has there, and obviously Arkansas has made a big push in Georgia, and Jimmy Smith is from there, or I guess I should say he coached there on the high school level for a long time, and I believe at Georgia State also. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's the running backs coach, so you would expect them to target some running backs in Georgia. Georgia produces really good running backs. They always have. A guy that I really like, though, we've talked about, and there's a lot of crystal balls. There's nine crystal ball predictions. I believe eight of them have him going to Arkansas right now, and that's A.J. Green uh, out of Tulsa Union. Just really electric. We've talked about him a lot on the show. 10-3, 800-meters guy. I like him a lot. He's my favorite back that Arkansas has been reciprocating interest with. 111-ranked player in the country. Some schools recording, recruiting him as a cornerback. I think if you can do what he can do with the ball under your arm, it makes sense to have him at <laughs> at running back. I've got a story. This is a free one just on Arkansas's missed opportunity to undersell and over-deliver. Arkansas has always had this. And, you know, we've said stuff like this. The pandemic has hurt Arkansas in recruiting, and it has. And it's probably hurt Arkansas than more, than a, more than a lot of other schools, schools that are maybe closer to their talent base. We talked about that last time, uh, about that really being Arkansas's only negative. They're not right by a bunch of talented players. But for Arkansas being a new coaching staff, Pittman was brought to Arkansas because of his interpersonal skills, his ability to build bonds and relationships. And that's something that Arkansas is missing out on in that aspect. But also just the city of Fayetteville, the facilities we've talked about, all of those things are things that people are missing out on at Arkansas on these visits. And these virtual tours with, like, Lucas Coley and stuff are great, but it's, it's just not the same. Arkansas has always had that ability to flip you a little bit. You've, you know, the undersell, over-deliver aspect of thing. I mean, U.S. News and World Report annually, every year lately, 
has had Arkansas amongst its best places to live. Right now in 2019, Arkansas, for the past year, I should say, Arkansas was number four in the country in best places to live. Number four. Let me break that down because there's all kinds of different things that are taken into account. It's number 12 in terms of uh, in terms of quality of life, which, you know, if that's not the most important thing, I don't know what would be. But in quality of life, Arkansas is number 12. Number 12. And I think number 20, yeah, number 20 in safest places to live. Fayetteville, Arkansas. So that's an annual thing. And that's something that I think a lot of people hear you know, Arkansas is this, it's backwards or stuff, you know, and, and so they go in there kind of thinking that, and plus they fly in. I've mentioned this, I know, but you fly in and you just, you know, you're going over chicken houses and stuff, and, you know, you're seeing all this farm life, and you're just kind of like, what have I done? I've used an official visit on this. And then, um, you know, you drive past possibly a bunch of dead skunks. I've definitely seen a lot of dead skunks on my way. And then you get into Fayetteville, and it's um, – it's really eye-opening, I think. And so you miss on that. And hopefully everything will get pushed back a little bit, even though there are more commitments right now than there have been. Okay. Eric Musselman, another good story, I thought, getting settled in Fayetteville. This was one by Pete, Pete Roulier, just about how it takes about a year to get settled. Another good story to check out. All right. I told Keith Grayson we're going to get to him in just a minute. I want to remind everybody to go ahead and get your questions in also. And before we bring Keith in, i got to tell everybody there's plenty of ways to watch and listen. Of course, we're always on Facebook Live, always on YouTube. Be sure to follow the page on Facebook Live. Subscribe if you haven't done so already on YouTube. Also available on Apple Podcasts. Throw us a five-star review if you like the content and available Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere else you can think of to find your favorite podcast. So be sure to check us out right now. Hogsports is just $1 also for your first month. So for those who don't know Keith, Keith kind of a, a jack-of-all-trades, funny guy. He's a high school football coach. He's in real estate. Um, does just about everything. Got some other – got his own podcast. And just an overall interesting Razorback fan. Brings a unique perspective. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. What's up, man? Hey, Keith. How you doing, man? I'm above ground, so I'm doing all right. Hey. I don't know if we're going to make it the rest of 2020. Can you put out like a poll? I know you like those Twitter polls or the mm-hmm. polls on uh, Hog Sports. Will we live past this <laughs> past this year? <laughs> this has been the worst year. This has been the worst year I think I've ever seen. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talked Biblical. a little bit about the you know tragic events in Minnesota. 
stuff going on all around not only the country, the world, um, coronavirus. Like the only good thing that happened last month, you know, aside from maybe some some eye-opening things for people, but the only good thing that happened last month was a shuttle launch. That's it. Space isn't real, though, so I'm not into that. You're a flat earther? <laughs> I'm a three-year letterman. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh, you don't know that Georgia fan? That's the uh, he's the best follower on Twitter ever. Where he's he's a youth football coach. That, I'm mm. basically kind of that guy a little bit, but because mm. um, I do coach freshman football, mm. um, and I, I I like freshman football more because it's like a transitional period, you know, coming from middle school to freshman, and that was that year mm. sucked for me. That's that's where everything changed for me. So. If I can be the dude that I needed at that time, uh, then that's that's why I'm there. So, and, mm-hmm. and then I get to then I get to football a little bit. So, uh, but no, the three year Letterman is a uh, a, a satirical mm-hmm. Twitter follow that's a Georgia fan, and uh, he's hilarious. But he talks about um, youth football and financing waterbeds and mm-hmm. how space isn't real. I'll check him out. So, how's your podcast going? Oh uh, well, the first one was pretty good i think we were nervous and then the second episode sucked and then i just kind of gave up on it for the time being mm-hmm. after so, you put it, out it, something it, for people to lick my head yeah it yeah. went it went exactly how that's kind of my mo too mm-hmm. is i start things and then i don't typically finish them so yeah. I, I called that before it happened but no I'll, it's it's on there i just made a payment for it so i'm definitely gonna um continue it here mm-hmm. shortly i'm gonna probably have the streaker on Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I like to have fun with you, Trey. And I, I don't yeah. think anybody's really going to lick your head. I didn't take into account the COVID aspect of this. I was about licking. to say, spreading COVID by head licking, and also, I, I would think you would probably be liable, you know, for the pummeling that the person would get for licking my head after the fact. Would you be yeah, responsible? Yeah, I mean, for I got, I got, I got some courtroom money, so I'm good. I, I'm, <laughs> I, can, I can be sued a couple times and still pay rent. Hey, Keith, are you going to are you going to go to a football game? This year, don't you usually come up? So Keith lives in Phoenix. Uh, aren't you usually? Don't you usually come in for at least one Razorback game, or have you kind of stopped doing that the last couple of years during the uh, no, two and no, tens? I'd, yeah, no, I'd I'd like to. Um, I really had this Notre Dame game scheduled. That was a road game, right. uh, and I don't know how how that's going to play out. Yeah, the problem too. is, it's it kind of overlaps the high school season, but we never make the playoffs anyway where I'm at. And so I'll just be, I'll ha- I'll be free after Halloween. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I just bought, I, I just bought a camper last week, like a trailer, like a 20 foot, 24 foot trailer or whatever it is. So I'm hauling that down. I leave Thursday to come back to Arkansas for like 10 days mm-hmm. and talking to Tulsa hog, the guy that runs the catfish hole, uh, visits and stuff about, Joining the, I'm gonna I'm gonna join the Roadhogs with all oh, those old guys. There you go. Yeah, you're getting up there. I know, man. My AARP <laughs> card's coming in the mail. I used to go out to the Roadhog Park all the time. All. What are they called? The, the deck. The deck. Yeah, that's Dottie's. Dottie's a legendary poster. Um, that's actually uh, his wife's name, but he's always gone under Dottie. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, they have the deck out there. But I used to. We used to go out there all the time. I need to get back out there again. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be out there. Yeah, you'll that's be out there. So, that's, so I'm that's getting a like a spot point. reserved and everything. I gotta yeah, go see so, Dottie again. I hadn't seen him in a while. But it's mainly for. I'd like to be able to get out for baseball next year and all that stuff. I mean, that's really 
that's it's yeah so the answer is yes the the goal is to to hopefully be freed up enough with work and my my hobby of coaching or i guess it's probably reversed sometimes usually my my real estate stuff is a hobby and my coaching is a full-time job but um yeah, I'd like to get out there and, and get to a game. So what, I don't know what's what your fan perspective right now, Keith, of the phases of things opening back up for, for sports in particular? Do you think things are – this is the right move? And if you lived in Fayetteville, would you be more apt to go to a game? You have a ticket. It's a free ticket. You are, you're in Fayetteville. There's a game at 2.30. It's on CBS, so (laughs) So that's a super hypothetical. Do what? If you drink enough bourbon before the game, you can't get COVID anyway. So that's probably how it ends. Do not spread that. (laughs) Keith Grayson is not a medical doctor. You said that on the buzz. I never said that. You said that. No. Alcohol kills it. No, but for real, I'm not – I kind of – I think I've gone with – I think you may be in the same boat as me. So I think we look at this thing a little – Similarly, where initially I was like, everybody stay home. Stop. What are you doing? Like, there's. I think that was the appropriate response. Mm. And then it got to the point where I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. We have 40 million people out of work. Like, let's, we need to roll the dice a little bit. So, in in Arizona's off on its own, I mean, here, like, we we start football practice June 15th. And I don't know what kind of regulations there are going to be with it. And I'm going to adhere to everything. But, I mean, we're going to be lifting weights Mm -hmm. and uh, on the field doing seven-on-seven work in two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then the season starts on time. So, and there's there there hasn't been any restrictions. But, I mean, how are you supposed to – how are you supposed to approach it as a fan and check your temperature and it's going to be 95 degrees before a game and there's no way to tell if you have it or not. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the cases look like. The one thing that I had a question for you is, have you heard of any college athletes? They're doing all these training. The college athletes have been in groups the entire time. This Mm -hmm. this has gone down. I mean, uh, I haven't heard of anybody coming down with it. No, you know, Hunter Juracek said some, one of our student athletes will come down with coronavirus. Um, it's going to have, I mean, it's inevitable. <clears throat> I don't think the whole point of this is like a reopening because we don't think anybody else is going to get coronavirus. We just, you have to start moving forward and not overwhelm the medical community. I think that's the main thing, but I don't know anybody that has it. I think somebody on our message board mentioned they had it. Um, aside from the person I sat to next, next to for six hours on, I believe that was March 11th. Um, who had coronavirus and I got tested for antibodies. I, I, I came back negative. Um, but that's the only person I've known that's had coronavirus personally. Did they have to shove that stick to your brain on the, on the no, test? Do what? On that test? On the, no, uh, no, no. They just, they just took, they, they took blood. blood. It's a blood draw to see if I had antibodies. I didn't do, I didn't do the COVID test. I just stayed home after I found out like 10 days later, later, and uh, I stayed home the next four days. Mm. Yeah. Well, no, it, it wouldn't change. It wouldn't change how I attend a game. I mean, I, I definitely, if somebody gets too close to me in a gas station or something, I start hacking up a lung kind mm-hmm. of in their direction just to tell them to back off a little bit. I'm still, I mean, this is perfect for me because I'm socially awkward anyway. I, I want to be a hermit, stay inside. Mm-hmm. And uh, it hasn't really impacted me. If anything, 
the crazy thing about all this is my business has been growing exponentially just because of all these people that want to get out of California and mm. we're a neighboring state from them. And we're seeing all these investors come in and it's, I can't even, I'm, that's why I have to leave, you know, after this show directly to something that I, you know, sold on the internet sign unseen cash closing in five days. I mean, it's like, it's ridiculous. Like with everything going on in the world, there's still, uh, it's still kind of moving quickly out here. Yeah. So it's just, it's just a differing thing, but I'm excited to get back because, you know, I haven't been back to Arkansas in probably two years. I, I was at, went to the, well, hell, the last football game I went to, I went to the Arkansas LSU baseball series mm-hmm. um, and just made it to Fayetteville. But I, I get, my dad lives in Heber Springs. So I'm going to get down and fish some, a little red, hang on Greer's a little bit. Um, my girlfriend has never been to the South. And so oh, we're yeah. going, to, where's your girlfriend going, from? She's from, well, she was born in San Diego and grew up in Portland. Mm-hmm. So in the furthest South, she's been as Dallas once for Thanksgiving last year when I took her. So we're doing a road trip and that and like, um, going to go to Memphis and power around Beale street. And then we'll be up in Fayetteville for three or four days too, maybe three days. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hit Eureka come by your house. You know, I got, uh, I got to get back to Eureka. Eureka, your back Eureka Springs is a hidden gem. Really is so weird. <laughs> it feels like it feels like you're so far away when you're when I'm in, I mean I got like 45 minutes away from Eureka Springs, but it feels like I'm in you know five states over or something. It's all relative. Just yep. just to get out and do get out and explore a little bit because we've been cooped up, you know, and missing out on our vacation. We're supposed to go to Ireland for you know eight days or something mm-hmm. over Fourth of July, so that got could put there they still got the bars locked down and pubs in ireland are still shut down until august that's how you know it's serious we're trying to yeah exactly we're trying to reschedule we were supposed to go on vacation last week i was supposed to be on vacation we were going to florida Um, but we're trying to reschedule for early july i guess i got to sandwich it in there sometime between sec media days and early july but i don't even know if we'll have sec media days might just be virtual who knows all right, man. Yeah. You got anything else well, you want to chime in on? I'm not going to make a political statement. All I have to say, I'm kind of, I, I, I hate all politicians. Let's just be frank. And I don't want to, I, I know you want, you have to tote a company line and stuff for the message board and the website and keep it sports related. All I'm asking people to do is I, I kind of go to sleep at night asking myself, can I be better? And the answer is always yes. It's never no. So you can do better every day and try to help as many people as possible before you leave this planet. And that's what everything's about. So regardless of your lookout, your your view of what's happening, just be mindful on a daily basis to help a human, regardless of what they look like or their social class, on a daily basis. So that's it. If you can, I'll just implore people to do that. I think later, man. I appreciate you, Keith. It's Keith Grayson joining us. I think most people can get on board with that concept and want to. And uh, as I was saying, it just comes down to being decent to each other, doesn't it? All right, everybody. I want to get to your questions now. Kind of a weird show, given the the weight of everything going around. I think my energy isn't certainly isn't what it usually is. 
Nathan Espinoza says, Nathan, you're a regular. I appreciate you being on here and answer, asking the questions that you ask. Nathan Espinoza says, hey, Trey, what position group do you think makes the most improvement this year? Thank you. On offense, I would hope, man, I think everywhere is going to make a little bit of an improvement. But, I mean, tight end might not because you did lose a lot last year, although Hudson Henry is, you know, maybe in terms of quantity, tight end could take a step back because there's not as many ready to go. But I might say quarterback. I want to say offensive line because of the Sam Pittman, Brad Davis impact, but I think that quarterback will make the biggest improvement. And I wish I could, I wish I had this pulled up. Felipe, Faye Franks, last seven games. There was a tweet on it, and I can't remember who said it, but they just broke down Franks' last seven games and how good he's been. So we can take a look at those. I wish I had the whole thing, but I don't want to sit here and do a search while I'm on air. And we'll talk about it in a minute. But I'm going to say quarterback on offense. And on defense, I would probably have to go with – I think the secondary has a real chance to be improved even though they lost Cameron Curl. I don't know that linebacker is going to be a, a you know a step forward after losing Dijon Harris. The numbers are still in question. The defensive line, I think, and even though they lose McTelvin Aguim – you know, you might say that's maybe kind of a wash because I do think that Jonathan Marshall maybe should have been a starter last year for him. We've heard some good things about Julius Coates. Mateo Soley's another year older. Eric Gregory, Zach Williams, all of those guys. You get Dorian Gerald back and you didn't have him almost all of last year except for a half of a game. Defensive line and secondary, I might tie them. I might tie them. Andrew Molden says, Trey, what do you think will be the start at quarterback position this year for the Hogs? I think it'll definitely be Felipe Franks. I think it'll definitely be Franks. I do think that there could be packages in there for KJ Jefferson because he is such a physical runner. So here's Felipe's last seven games. He went 12 of 17 for 174 yards, one touchdown and interception. against Kentucky. This is the game that he was hurt. 174 yards passing, 23 yards rushing. Against UT Martin, he was 25 of 27, which is 92.6%, two touchdowns, 270 yards passing, 37 yards rushing. Against Miami, he was 17 of 27, 254, two touchdowns, two interceptions, eight rushing yards, and this was a 24-20 win over Miami. And then you have to go back to 2018 for his next four games against Florida State. So it would have been the bowl game. They won 41-14. to He was 16 of 26 for 254 yards, three touchdowns, and had 46 rushing yards. Against Idaho, he was 19 of 27 for 274 yards, three touchdowns, and 21 rushing yards. Against South Carolina, he was 15 of 21 for 161 yards a touchdown, and 36 rushing yards. That's his last six games anyway. It's, I don't know why they said seven because his game against Missouri wasn't that good. He was 9 of, 24, 9 of 22 for 84 yards. So since that Missouri game, Felipe Franks has played pretty well. Oh, wait. 
missed the missed the bowl game. Okay, so sorry, Florida State was a rivalry game. Never mind. Um, they missed the bowl game. So here's the other bowl game. Michigan, they won 41-15 in the bowl game over Michigan. 13-23 for 173 yards and 74 rushing yards. Two total touchdowns, one pass and one rushing. So that's Felipe Frank's last seven games. Not bad. I do think there'll be an upgraded quarterback. Philip Mooton says, I pray we get Outley. I've got a crystal ball picked for him. Steve Wiltfong has it to Florida State. You know, he has a, co- a connection with Mike Norvell, who was at Memphis before. So there's that continued relationship. You know, he grew up watching Florida State, liking Florida State. Landon Rogers is committed to Arkansas. I think Arkansas probably leads for James Joyner in the 2021 class, 2022 class, excuse me. So maybe those are things that could help. Jared Eubank says, how big do you think our O-line will be this year? So I think Myron Cunningham, is he's over 300. He could be at about 310. Um, left guard will probably be if it's okay so if it's Bo Limmer he's probably he's probably right about 300 so he's probably around 305 pounds if it's Marcus Henderson he might end up being a little bit bigger than that so Ty Clary probably 295-ish is what I would expect him to maybe be at maybe 300 Right guard, I would expect Ricky Stromberg to be around 310 by the time season starts, maybe bigger than that. He's gained a lot. He's over 300 now, well over 300 now. And then at right tackle, Noah Gatlin, probably in the 315 range. So definitely averaging well over 300 pounds and maybe everybody above 300 pounds this year. Whereas last year, you were 285, 305, 285, 276, and 6'9", 300. And that's, again, assuming that Noah Gatlin beats out Dalton Wagner. That's not a given, but I do think that that's how it'll play out. I think Wagner will be your next tackle in, your third tackle. And maybe a situation where you you always play him at right tackle and you move Noah Gatlin to left tackle if you have to. Jason Darty says, when do you think Joe will announce? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, the the period to announce was June 3rd, but now it's been pushed back, so – there's just too much unknown. I think the uncertainty lends in favor of Arkansas getting him back. The uncertainty of everything right now, but I, I don't have an answer for it. For when? I know Brooks and Fouché have been working with personal trainer in Louisiana too, looking good from the video footage I've seen, Trey. Yes. You know, I think Fouché, I think, you know, a lot of people, we, we look at athletes and we say, that guy's not – doing this or that guy's not physical or he's not hustling but I don't remember anywhere it being reported last year that Joe Fouché had a shoulder injury that he played with all season you know so that could be something that maybe held him back a little bit and we see a guy take a step forward in the same hand there will be other guys that play with shoulder injuries and things you don't know about this season Jerry Eubanks says hey Trey Traylon Burks did a live Instagram thing and I asked him if he likes Coach Pippen and he was like oh yeah yeah Mike Woods had a lot of really good things to say Man, that might have been a month ago or more, maybe two months ago. Uh, But he had a lot of really good things to say also about Coach Pittman and just the relationship. And that's what I've always said about Pittman is, you know, even back to his days when he was at Arkansas and even after he left, just that you feel like you know him after a short amount of time. I mean, like five minutes. I remember there was this interview I saw of him with this reporter – 
I believe it was at a football conference or something, but it's off air and they're getting ready. And Pittman's like interviewing the guy, where are you from? You know, like getting to know the reporter before they start on air. He's got his hand on his shoulder, you know. He's just kind of guy he is. And I think that's something, you know, when we see coaches get hired, you usually see a big contrast in the last coach and the new coach. And that's something I think that Morris was criticized for is not necessarily building strong bonds and relationships with his players. At least that's what I have gathered from talking to players and talking to other people around the program is that something that was lacking. So you bring in Pittman, who is the total opposite of that. Brad Smith says, good job, Trey, Danny, and Pete. Appreciate you, Brad. Jared Eubanks says, hey, oh, let me just ask that. <laughs> Sorry. Josh Grubb says, what happened to running back Spivey? I don't hear anything about him. He's still on the team. He started playing a little bit last year, um, but didn't play a whole lot, obviously. I think saw action in maybe three, maybe four games. I think three games. Philip Mooton says, Keith is hilarious. Yes, one of the reasons we have him on here. Kevin Venable says, hey, Trey Biddy, does lack of depth at tight end favor Arkansas in the Parkview player's decision? That's a good point, and you would hope that it would. Arkansas has two tight ends coming in in the 2020 class, obviously. But next in 2021, they will only have three scholarship tight ends, not including anybody that they bring in. So, Philip Mooton says, well, well said, Keith. Nathan Espinosa says, Tranks, thanks for all you do. Keep us updated. Appreciate your hard work. Tony Ball says, is Franks on campus yet? And who's going to be number two? Bumper shines on D this year. Franks is on campus. He has stayed on campus, not on campus, but stayed in Fayetteville uh, throughout the coronavirus pandemic. He has gotten together with other wide receivers on the team and, uh, you know, gone through throwing drills and stuff like that. I don't know if KJ is on campus or not, but I would expect KJ to probably be your number two quarterback. He is a very physical runner. And, you know, I think Malik Hornsby is also intriguing just for his speed. I envision one day, if they are, if things go the way that they're going with uh, AJ Green, you know, one of the fastest players in the country, <clears throat> the verified 10 3 800 meters, always runs in the 10 5 or better range. So, if you're able to get him and Malik Hornsby, I mean, that's a guy. Hornsby was probably – his 4-by-100-meter relay team might have broken the national record this year. They might have broken it. So, that's two guys in your backfield with a lot of speed. That's intriguing, I've got to say, behind what you'd hope to be eventually a better, bigger offensive line to block for him. But there may be some packages for Malik Hornsby. Maybe he plays in four games. I think you'll see some packages for K.J. Jefferson also. Philip Mooton says, do you think Coylan steps up this year? Uh, Pete Royer had an article on Coylan Jackson. It's possible he's another big-handed wide receiver. I thought he showed a lot of promise as a freshman. And he's kind of been there, but just kind of hasn't broken through yet. It's possible. I mean, they did lose some wide receivers. Deion Stewart, who didn't play last year, isn't back. Jordan Jones, who didn't play last year, isn't back. Who else did they lose? TQ Jackson, you know, that was a guy that showed some promise, I think. Who isn't back? Trey, do you think they will allow some version of spring football and will there be media access to it? I don't know if there will be media access or not. I don't know if there will or not. But I would expect them to do something not spring football. I don't think you can put these guys in pads and helmets and go out there and have practices like that and then start fall camp. 
you just get them really burned out, I think. So the whole goal of having camp is to obviously you go through a grind period and then you bring their legs back and you get them ready for the season. You make sure everybody's nice and healthy for the season. That's kind of the structure of things. You don't want to overdo it. And uh, but I think that you'll see them, you know, get back to they, they may let them wear helmets or something, but I don't think you'll see full pads. I don't think you'll see it be like really grueling or anything. I think it'll be a more of an instruction. Let's get our timing down. You know, let's get let's work on everything that we have worked on to this point that we haven't been able to get out on the field together and discuss. But uh, to go back to Felipe Franks also. Kendall Browse has not seen Felipe Franks throw a ball in person, only on video. He's not seen him throw a ball in purpose on in person at Arkansas because you can't have a ball at these practices. Again, I want to mention everybody before we wrap it up here. Plenty of ways to watch and listen. If you haven't thrown us a, th- a thumbs up yet on YouTube or Facebook Live, do so if you like the content. It definitely helps our content get bumped up when people search for Arkansas Razorback material. Follow the page on YouTube if you haven't done so already. Subscribe to the channel on, excuse me, sub- follow the page on Facebook if you haven't done so already. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube and hit the notification bell so you're notified anytime we upload a new video. Also available on Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't done so already, we'd love to have a five-star review from you. Uh, and available anywhere else you can think of to find your favorite podcast. Hogsports.com is just $1 right now for your first month. We had a lot of people take advantage of our 75% off promo, which is over now, but you can still sign up for a dollar for your first month. If you like what you get and you decide to continue at regular price after that month, you will get CBS All Access absolutely free, which is a $99 annual value. So always got some good promos coming up, and we'll have another good one probably coming up. Some point this month we'll probably do something um, to promote the site. And I want to thank everybody who's been subscribed with us for a long time. And those of us, those of you who just joined up also, uh, certainly appreciate you and appreciate all you listening and joining in with your questions. Thanks to Keith Grayson also for joining us. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com and we'll catch you next time.